Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh. My name's Morgan. And this week, we are returning to a topic that we have briefly touched on before, the TV show Doctor Who. Yes, it's a surprise <laughs> to everybody. No, I'm joking. I mean, no, I'm not joking because we are talking about Doctor Who. But what I mean is we're returning to the topic of a possible surprise regeneration coming to Doctor Who. Uh, so basically, the story is this. Uh, for a while now, the rumour has stood that Jodie Whittaker is leaving Doctor Who. It's not been confirmed by the BBC. It's not been denied by the BBC. Um, we're not sure if it's true. However, a lot of people do think it's true. And this kind of has led us to thinking whether they could do something quite interesting. Um, I don't know whether, Morgan, I can sort of throw to you to sort of just lay out the groundwork a little, just so it's not me talking the whole time, um, for like kind of what's happening in Doctor Who right now? What are they, what are they doing right now? Well, that I can answer, although I may throw back to you for some of the logistics, because I feel like you have a better grasp on this than I do. But essentially, uh, series 13 of Doctor Who is is filming right now. Um, and the, well, the, the supposition, I guess, is that Jodie Whittaker will be leaving at the end of this series. And the very specific... Um, the, the kind of the way in which this series falls the way in which it's uh, it's being filmed all maybe contribute to the possibility that there could be a surprise regeneration a secret regeneration it's it's long been a uh something that fans have have uh, campaigned for this idea that we might not know who the next doctor is um before the moment of regeneration and for various when reasons, the characters find out basically Exactly. Yeah, right. And and it, previously, for all kinds of logistical reasons, it seemed like an impossibility or at least an improbability. But now it seems more than ever like it's something that Doctor Who could, if it wanted to, pull off, right? Exactly. Yeah. So as you said, the logistics of this are that um, it's something I thought about. Well, to be fair, I think I saw a couple of people speculating on Twitter about it first, and then I thought about it a bit, which is that it's filming at the moment, uh, which, you know, is, you know, that doesn't really suggest anything, but they have announced at the BBC that the series is going to air later this year. Specifically, I think um, it was suggested it was in the autumn. I think they said in the autumn. Yeah. Uh, so that would that's quite interesting because that would suggest that it's going to turn up maybe... Uh, you know, October, November sort of time, probably in a similar slot to Julie Whittaker's first series, which started in October. It's a 10-month shoot. It kicked off at the beginning of November last year. That is sort of conservatively probably finished around August, September. So that's not that long before the series starts. It's not unheard of. It's what Doctor Who has done before. They've shot mm. until pretty close before it. But the interesting thing about it is part of the reason that they always pre-announce the next Doctor is that people are going to find out, essentially, mm. and they kind of want to control the narrative. It's like when Matt Smith was uh, taking over from David Tennant, he was filming in the 10th Doctor's burnt-up costume before we'd seen the end of time. It wasn't going to be a big shock um, at that point, so they kind of needed to announce it to get ahead of the story. The way that things have been lined up for this series mean that if Jodie Whittaker is to regenerate at the end of this series it will only have finished filming you know a few months beforehand they won't have started mm. filming the next series potentially the new doctor yet so actually the only thing this new doctor would have needed to do is you know come onto set shoot one scene which could be shot quite close to transmission as well like you know lest we forget they shot um jenna coleman's cameo for pete cloudy's last episode very like very much later than everything else and they shot jody's half of the regeneration after her announcement they could get this new doctor in, assuming there is a new doctor again, um, in for like just the one scene, the regeneration scene, very secret, 
um, and you know, then spring it on us during the broadcast. And it does sound a bit mad, but it does sound like the sort of thing Chris Chibnall, who's the producer show on a Doctor Who, if people don't know that, would want to do. Um, because mm. we've had we've had a surprise Doctor reveal before uh, in you know, uh, Fugitive of a Jadoon. We've had a surprise master reveal. And generally speaking, the Chris Chibnall era has been characterized by this sort of intense, quite professional level of secrecy that actually lends itself to like big surprise cameos and twists, like John Barrowman turning up, um, you know, that wasn't widely known before he turned up in Fugitive of a Jadoon and obviously the Joe Martin Doctor. Whereas, you know, John Sim being the master um, in the David Tennant years, people knew that was gonna happen before that came mm. along. Sasha Dewan being the master was actually a surprise. You know, so, I mean, obviously they have done, like, with Michelle Gomez, they did manage to kind of keep it a secret, but everyone kind of knew. Um, but yeah, I guess my point is that it seems it's possible. And if they could do it, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't do it or at least try to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, th I think, again, um, going back to that word logistically, like it, it, it does seem more feasible that they could do it um now more than ever you know for all the reasons you you pointed out in terms of like in terms of broadcast and you wouldn't see a new actor wearing the old doctor's clothes on location so that that all tracks um regeneration scenes invariably happen on the tardis set not to say it would this time but generally that seems to be uh the way that the way that happens so it's not like you're shooting on location so mm -hmm. again if, if you wanted to bring in this actor um under cover of darkness this this new doctor you could potentially do that um shooting under covid restrictions again like that's potentially um a way in which you could it would be easier to kind of keep a, a closed set um and have, have fewer cast members um and, and crew members yeah uh, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be time. having you wouldn't be having like you know looky loose wandering around the edge yeah. of the set in the same way that you were during normal filming like it would be not that you would necessarily have that if it was in in studio anyway but you know you, you'd have fewer people around basically yeah and and not only and not only because it's all very well to say you could do it but also ultimately you want to think is this a good idea you know there's there's lots of things that um fans think would be fun but would they actually happen um would they actually benefit the show you know i'd love a paul mcgann miniseries but i you know i don't think it's probably gonna happen uh big finish notwithstanding um but actually i do think there would be a lot of benefits creatively um to doing this yeah we, we've seen lots of uh different methods of revealing the new doctor over the years which i know we've talked about before and they've had i think it's fair to say varying degrees of success where you had um the special episode of doctor who confidential which revealed matt smith you had the slightly painful live show um which revealed peter capaldi um and then uh, you had Jodie had her specially shot scene, which was great, but was awkwardly inserted um, into the middle of a sporting event, um, much like the Bill Potts Pearl Mackie reveal. And then you sort of cut back to a slightly awkward looking Gary Lineker uh, being like, oh, and Jodie Whittaker is the new doctor. It's all very, very, very strange. Um, so I, I think, you know, if you were to do it this way, if you were to unmask the new doctor, if you like, in an episode, for one thing, you're, if you, if you, well, I guess it would depend how you approached it. If you kept it a complete surprise in terms of you didn't even mention that there was a regeneration coming or confirm that there's a regeneration coming, that's one approach. But if you were to say, look, this is Jodie Whittaker's final episode, 
she will regenerate, but we're not going to tell you who the new Doctor is until it airs. You're guaranteed, right? Huge ratings for that episode. Everyone's going to ma- tune in. Live. Massive interest. Like you, you'd be on the front cover of the newspapers the next day. Like that's yeah. that's just big interest. And it does sort of make me think of all the times that Doctor Who has kind of done fake outs. Like, mm. I mean, I think it's fair to say that the Chris Chibnall era is definitely playing off the Russell T Davies era in a lot of ways. Like it's clearly something. It's clearly like. Chris admires what Russell did, I think, quite a lot and sort of mm. tries to push back to that. And you've got to think, when David Tennant regenerates at the end of uh, The Stolen Earth, that was on the mm. news. You know, that was on yeah. like, that was like a news item. Yeah. It was like huge. Even though we knew it wasn't going to be a real regeneration, or at least a lot of us kind of worked out, but it wasn't going to be a real regeneration. It was still huge. And then they, they kind of had a fun way of doing with it. And then during the Peter Capaldi years, there was that one, his, that one series, uh, I think it was... Uh, there were very like his last two series actually. There were frequent regeneration fake outs where like you yeah. see his hands glowing and you saw him like I think in his last series in the Lie of the Land he fake regenerates once for no reason because Bill doesn't know what no. that looks like. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that again. Um, and then also they do it at the end of or the beginning of um, is it World Enough and Time? Or was it the Doctor Falls? Uh, no, yeah, no, it's um. It's the it's the Doctor Falls where he starts yeah. to regenerate, but but puts it off in order to have twice well, upon a time happen. Isn't it? Yeah, but you also I think he starts to regenerate at the start of the episode, and then they do a flashback or something. And then you're he right. Also, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think that might have been in World Nothing Time. I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah, anyway, so they did that, and then obviously he did eventually regenerate after sort of putting it off, like me doing the doing the cleaning uh, <laughs> for quite a while so i feel like actually doing it after all this kind of teasing and sort of playing around with the idea like because when we're watching those it's exciting but we're like well we know peter capaldi's not going to regenerate in in his series we know we know when he's going to regenerate it's later with this it's like well maybe jodie whittaker is going to regenerate also you know shock surprise twist what if this we're all wrong about this and this is the whole game plan you know what if the idea is to make us think she might regenerate to give real stakes to a story. And then surprisingly, she doesn't. I mean, it's like Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. Yeah. I mean, that could happen. No, but it could happen. But let's let's say, again, let's say that this is something that, that they're looking at, seriously. Mm. I think, again, creatively, it's quite, it's quite smart because you mentioned one of the reasons it could happen, again, logistically, is because um, they haven't started shooting the next series. They won't have started shooting the next series um, by the time... This series goes out so series 14 we don't know exactly but it could potentially um be quite some way off if that were to be the case it would actually be great for doctor who to have a fresh wave of publicity after the series is is done airing right you, you know you could have it that the doctor is revealed in the new doctor is revealed in the episode um the bbc puts out a press release after the episode with you know quotes from the actor yes it's me i'm delighted to be the new doctor who they then do a whole you know a whole um ton of interviews you know post episode so if, if the final episode like we said if it, if it if it, the final episode goes out the new doctor's revealed doctor who's back in the headlines it's a hot topic of conversation just as the show potentially might go off the air then for an extended period and it will keep it in the public consciousness um, rather than and- rather than the series ending and then the conversation's over it's no this is only the beginning of the conversation because we've just revealed the new doctor and it's a jumping off point um for after that final episode 
and also that's the point in Doctor Who kind of news cycle terms when everything's kind of heating up. It's like every little bit of information you can get becomes a big deal. It's like, oh, here's the first look at the new costume. And it's like, oh, first mm. shot of this person filming. Oh, we've heard that the new Doctor's going to meet the sensor sensorites, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, yeah. it's all stuff like that. Like every little thing that isn't that, wouldn't be that exciting as like, uh, continuing Doctor, oh, that's, oh, there's a shot of her filming, fair enough. You know, yeah. that wouldn't be that interesting. With a new Doctor, it kind of has all this extra meaning. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like it, the great thing about a new Doctor is that everything old is new again, right? So, yes. oh, you know, oh, a, another Dalek story. You know, always exciting to have the Daleks back, but it's just another Dalek story. Whereas there's something exciting about the first time that a new Doctor meets the Daleks, or a new Doctor meets the Master, or a new Doctor meets the Cybermen. Um, and I, yeah, I just think it would be a really great way to kind of keep, as I say, the show in the in the in the public consciousness, in the public discourse. Um, if if Doctor Who goes off the air. Um, for a little while after series 13, which we don't know in terms of production, you know, what's going to happen next. You know, COVID could mean there's a potentially longer break between 13 and 14. Um, I think that would be a really good way. In every sense of the words, of... Thir- Doctor 13 and Doctor 14, series 13, <laughs> series 14. It w- yeah, no, it works really nicely that way. Um, so it would be a great way to kind of keep the show in the public consciousness during that break. Definitely. And I think as well, like, it's just a cool thing to do. You know what I mean? And it's kind <laughs> yeah. of, it's hard to think, what's a new way to do regeneration, right? What's the kind mm. of interesting thing to do? And I feel like when Chris Chibnall first came in, the interesting thing to do was to make the Doctor a woman in a way. Like, I'm not, that's not the only reason he did it, but that was like a way to kind of reboot the show and kind of be, mm. you know, an interesting and, you know, fresh. And I think like going ahead, it's like, what's the really interesting thing to do? It's like, well, what else is something the show's never done with regeneration? Actually presenting it as it is for the characters. We don't know who the new Doctor is going to be until they arrive. It's something that fans have wanted for ages. It's something that's easy to imagine Chris Chibnall as a fan would have wanted. Do you know what I mean? Once upon a time. I can imagine yeah. like that being something that would appeal to his sensibility. I mean, you know, this could all be absolute rubbish, obviously, but it does just seem like it would. it's a new thing for Doctor Who to do. And it's getting harder for Doctor Who to do new things, you know? Like we've seen the glowing regeneration, the sort of heartfelt goodbyes, you know, it's kind of like, what are you going to do to kind of make it fresh? And I do feel like it's it's interesting that you brought up the Jodie Whittaker Wimbledon uh, announcement thing because mm. that kind of did make me think they did that. You know, the current production team or you know some of them did do that. They pulled it off in under you know intense secrecy. Obviously, a much smaller production, but they didn't really have the full weight of Doctor Who production behind them yet, and they were kind of learning the ropes. With kind of all the experience now, I'm like, could they? Would they want to kind of up? up themselves you know would they want to kind of top themselves mm. at their own game by actually filming a full regeneration scene secretly and also knowing how much press attention they got and how much like interest there was in the kind of live tv event thing of the Jodie Whittaker reveal would they not want to kind of do that again but even more so like it would just be a very very cool thing to do part of the thing that also interests me about this is as I said to you before we started uh, recording they haven't confirmed or denied the Jodie Whittaker thing yet and that is interesting because I kind of thought after that news came out, we're either going to hear this isn't the case kind of, you know, by hook or by crook, or mm. we would hear, yes, it's official, I'm leaving Doctor Who, but here I am telling it in my own terms, you know, which is kind yeah. of what happened with Peter Capaldi, that like we kind of had an idea that he might be leaving for a while. And then he came out on uh, the radio, like it was well over a year before he actually left. Um, mm. It was January, I think. I think it was anyway, or maybe it was maybe it was the year he left. I can't really remember. It was um, it was it was January anyway, and he basically said, "Yes, I'm leaving." Da da da. And I was kind of thinking, "Are we going to get that?" We haven't had that, and that has made me think a couple of things. One thing is, like I said before, that actually this isn't real, but they think it's fun 
to kind of <laughs> to kind of string us along and make us keep feel us like hook. keep us on the hook and make us think maybe there will be a regeneration. That said, mm. previously when there's been rumors of Jody leaving the series, they have explicitly said no, that's not happening. Um, we had uh, I won't name names, but somebody quoted one of our own stories uh, uh, erroneously recently, uh, saying mm. that that had happened again, but it hadn't. It was an old story. But like I said previously. Um, there was these rumours that Jodie was leaving and the BBC kind of said, no, that's not happening. That's not true. So, you know, there is a bit of a precedent there for them to say it. In which case, the other option is maybe they haven't really answered it because they think, probably not entirely incorrectly, the story has been big, but maybe it won't have percolated through beyond the sort of people who follow these things. Some people in the general public will know it, but not everybody. It hasn't been absolutely everywhere. It was one newspaper story. Not everywhere picked it up. A lot of places picked it up, mm. but, you know, it hasn't been like officially confirmed and maybe their original plan was they're not even going to announce that Jodie's leaving you're going to be watching mm. the series and watching the episode you think oh yeah the usual peril and then it's like dun 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 the doctor regenerates and the doctor actually regenerates what would be such a tv moment that said it, you would lose all the advantages we talked about with getting people excited and watching the episode <laughs> so yeah well, that's the thing it, it does depend on how you want to do it i think if you were to pre-announce that it's as i said if you were to pre-announce it's jody's last episode but not reveal who the new doctor is and that tends to be generally the thing that fans push for it's, it's not so much when we say a secret regeneration they're mostly thinking it would be cool if we didn't know who the doctor was uh who the new doctor was before that moment of regeneration but you're right in that there's another layer to this that they could keep the the doctor's final episode the fact that it's the final episode a total secret um which would be absolutely mad and it would be like that moment in the stolen earth where david tennant you know in in quotes regenerates but multiplied by a thousand because it's actually happening and you'd i think again like maybe it wouldn't be the best idea in terms of the publicity but i think in terms of storytelling it would be amazing in terms of the experience of watching that episode you know, it would be like again it would be like something like watching the something like the caves of andrazani where um there's a kind of building sense of dread and you know that the doctor is is heading towards uh regeneration but with that kind of oh oh my god is this actually happening is this is this the final what what they haven't announced this this is crazy like it, i think it would be i mean maybe invalidated now by the fact that like at least yeah. in some quarters we've ruined it morgan this, we've ruined it <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah just us but i do think like if they were ever able to pull that off it would be really really interesting although i do remember it makes me think of um something Stephen moffat said once in terms of like what fans do and don't consider a spoiler like is announcing that a doctor is leaving a spoiler and it, um people were apparently quite aggrieved that um Stephen moffat had announced that uh karen gillen and arthur darville were leaving doctor who um because it was a spoiler for the fact that amy and rory were leaving and, and his his response was well you kind of have to do that because you have to make it clear that those actors are available for other work like they have mm. to say they're leaving so that their agent can start putting them up for other for other jobs so maybe again practically maybe keeping a doctor's departure uh secret isn't as uh, achievable as uh, as keeping a new doctor's arrival arrival secret but I, I do think it would be interesting like I, i'm sure you remember the the press screening for uh twice upon a time um mm. they they played us out the episode but only up to the point that peter capaldi regenerated and we didn't get to see um the jody scene we had to see it that that first scene um along with we, we saw else. her eyes we, didn't we we saw we saw her eyes for a second yeah you, you saw that moment of peter capaldi's eyes um shifting into jody whitaker's but you didn't see anything anything beyond that and although that was exciting that oh we have to wait for that um 
for that scene you kind of like these these scenes tend to follow something of a formula you know she's going to say something a bit a bit crazy and then the TARDIS will probably explode or crash land and then it'll be left on a cliffhanger you kind of know how these things things will go um but um, but imagine if it, it was the same setup except you didn't know who the doctor was going to be like the it would be ramped up the anticipation would be ramped up so much more definitely i think it'd be really cool my, my, my other thing is that i this does slightly remind me of on a slight tangent is it reminds me a little of when jenna coleman was rumored to be leaving for ages and she kind of played up to it in the press and then she didn't leave and that was almost a surprise and then we later found out mm. that she was going to leave and then changed her mind but then they re rewrote <laughs> the script of the last minute essentially uh so she mm. had her ending and then they also put in a bit where it's like psych no i'm not leaving uh so i do there is a bit of me that's like it could be that there's some truth in this and then it turns out not to be and it might just be a case of like jody wanting to leave wanting not to leave you know changing her mind or whatever but mm -hmm. that said it does feel a little bit different and it is obviously different when a doctor's leaving when a companion's leaving and i feel like i don't know i i i just feel like if this wasn't true we'd probably have heard a more emphatic denial if there wasn't an element of truth mm -hmm. in it um and as for this regeneration thing i'm just like i don't know seeing what they've pulled off recently in the series i feel like they might be able to pull this off because i know some people have like criticisms of this era of Doctor Who and everything but I don't think anyone could say they're not good at pulling these sort of twists off they've done mm -hmm. it like two or three times now just in the last series and they've all been pretty big moments and I think yeah I reckon they could do it and I think it'd be cool <laughs> and well there's there's definitely a balance to strike isn't there? there's a debate to be had around what level of secrecy is good for Doctor mm -hmm. Who and um you know I'd say arguably, you know, um, Russell T. Davies and Stephen Moffat were less secretive in, in the sense of, you know, they would give away episode titles quite early to mm. Doctor Who magazine and that type of thing. And I know, again, there was some criticism from fans early on in the Chris Chibnall era that, like, it seemed like with Series 11 in particular, like, everything was a secret. Series um, 11 was tough. That was that was which, tough to write about. <laughs> yeah, which, which in retrospect was maybe a slightly odd decision given that there wasn't really to anything to... <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing to conceal really whereas yeah. like but that that really like staunch commitment to secrecy has has done well into for chris chibnall in the sense of like when there is stuff to hide he's really good at hiding it whether it be sasha dewan as the master or john barrowman's return or joe martin being revealed as the fugitive doctor like he's really really good at keeping those those, those secrets um something that i did think though when i was you know, thinking about this this idea of the, the surprise new Doctor and not revealing who the Doctor is prior to the regeneration scene. For that to work, do you think it has to be someone vaguely recognisable as the new Doctor? Mm. Because what, what you don't want, like, it's kind of exciting anyway that, it, oh, it's the new Doctor, we've met the new Doctor. But I guess what you, the, the potential for it to backfire is that the new Doctor appears and everyone goes, who's that? Like, <laughs> That's true. I hadn't really thought of that, actually. I hadn't thought about, I guess the visual, if they're like, strikingly different to Jodie Whittaker yeah. in some way. I feel like that's the thing. If it was like Michael Sheen, I feel like that would be like, <laughs> what? You know? Yeah. But but also if you if you don't reveal, if you reveal that the doctor's gonna regenerate, but you don't reveal who the new doctor is, more so than ever, you're gonna get these like this this crazy level of anticipation, which is good, mm. but is also potentially could potentially backfire if everyone's going, come on, Ben Wishaw, come on, Ben Wishaw. That's and then true. it regenerates into and then it, and then the new doctor appears and it's as we've um, speculated in, in recent episodes it's a noted character actor with no one defining role who is yeah, not yeah, yet yeah. quite a household name it could be slightly underwhelming I mean obviously you have the kind of 
you'd probably have a caption afterwards and introducing X as the doctor. So then everyone would go and Google who the actor is if they're not immediately a kind of a familiar face. But I do feel like it has the potential to underwhelm slightly. It has, or at least it has the potential to kind of build up that anticipation to a level that's impossible to meet that level of expectation because people will be tuning in praying for their, you know, their, their, their number one pick for the doctor. And then it will be like, I, I don't know, could it be, it, it, as exciting as it is it then could potentially be deflating if it's not who you were hoping for it's yeah it's an interesting one it's a it's a tricky one i guess part of me is like i think people will be excited no matter what like it's a little like i guess it's a little like the masked singer which we've talked about before where it's like <laughs> there's an extent to which you yeah. want it to be someone you want the mask to come off and it to be someone really exciting and unexpected um but also you quite like it if your guess is right uh, <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. And, and 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 I can't believe we're making this comparison, but it is a surprisingly good one. When you're watching the Mass Singer, and you know Robin takes his mask off, and it's Aston, and everyone knew it was Aston Merigold from JLS for weeks and weeks and weeks. Somehow it's still fun. Like yeah, like yeah. You say, it's like it's like ah, my suspicions confirmed. So. To, to get back to Doctor Who, maybe it, it would work anyway, just because the, the moment of regeneration is so exciting. You know, Jodie's Doctor turning into a new Doctor, no matter who that new Doctor is, if they kept it secret, you just didn't know what to expect. It's still kind of fun and exciting when there's a new Doctor um, at the helm of the TARDIS. Definitely. I, like I say, I feel like if it's someone who's different and they give them like a really cool thing to like say or do, in the first mm. scene like it's difficult mm. as a thing it, it could it could be a bit of a like flat moment you're right which isn't something i'd really thought about in in this discussion but mm. i'm also like if you pulled it off properly you could do it really well and who knows like i've heard you know rumors and suggestions i don't know if there's anything in them i'm always going back to the rumor mill in this podcast these days so i should say i don't know what's in these uh in these rumor milled products but um there was a sort of a, a sort of thing floating around for that the bbc was considering having a kind of brief tenured doctor like having someone very famous play the role mm. for like a mini series and then regenerating again into like the next proper doctor and you know michael Sheen was actually that's the reason i said that name he was one of the people i heard connected to it and so part of me is like if you were trying to do this secret regeneration thing and you wanted to have that big buzzy moment you could do a stunt casting for like that and then for like a couple of specials afterwards which might also help with production and then do a more normal regeneration again. I'm just a bit like, you kind of can't regenerate all the time. <laughs> you can't just make it constantly. Here's a new doctor, here's a new doctor, here's a new doctor. I mean, it feels like we've barely, you know, gotten to know Jodie and apparently she's mm. possibly leaving. I mean, we've talked before about how she has actually done fewer episodes than most other doctors. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of torn because like I said before, I don't, I never like the stunt casting idea. I never think it's a big name, but part of me is like, wouldn't it be really cool like that? You know, when John Hurts is, the doctor mm. at the end of the name of the doctor it's like that's a really cool reveal and if it was you know um a brian Connolly or someone i don't know why i went for brian Connolly there but, you know, if it was, <laughs> and maybe that's not a famous bad example if it was like you know timothy west it yeah. would be like all right <laughs> you know it's it's just sort of like oh yeah i know him a bit it's yeah. like it's, it's not quite the same impact as it being john hurt i mean we also kind of mm. knew john hurt was going to do that at that point but but you know i feel like there is a bit of me that's like, God, wouldn't it be cool if it was on really like well-known and you're like, oh my God, it's so-and-so. Mm. Whereas, yeah, you do run the risk of it being like, uh. And I do feel like, you know, we mentioned the Pearl Mackey reveal earlier. I do think there was a little bit of, I mean, her name kind of leaked uh, to some of the press slightly before that. So I think people were a bit prepared for her to be there. But generally speaking with her and Matt Smith, there was a bit of a risk of like, who? Anyway, for those announcements. Mm. So I guess maybe it doesn't really matter. Like it's, 
if you think of it as just another way of announcing it, whether you're doing it in the drama or whether you're doing it, you know, in the middle of a football or tennis game, or you're doing it like, you know, primetime TV, da, 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 countdown, who's it going to be? Da, 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 da. Mm. I guess it's all the same thing, right? It's all the same risk. It's just like, it's just where you present it. Yeah, but and I think there are there are risks, like you say, however you do it. But there are also real benefits, as we've touched on, to doing it this way. Because as I was saying earlier, I do feel like, um, particularly with the the new series of Doctor Who, as in um, post two thousand and five, um, the regeneration scenes have have um, fit more of a formula. Um, they tend mm. to take place within within the TARDIS. There tends to be a big emotional speech. Uh, the Doctor regenerates. Yeah, the Doctor regenerates and then says, uh, "Body parts. I've got new body parts." And then mm. you know the TARDIS explodes and crash lands. And that that's tend to be that tends to be how these play out. It's it's a you know it's there's the danger that those scenes could start to become a bit a bit written a bit formulaic. So actually, this would be a really great way to um, to mix things up. Definitely. I mean, I I'm keen on it as an idea. If we're completely wrong, and you know, if that, it's still a fun idea because someone else could do it in the future, you know, uh, copyright us. Someone else can, uh, <laughs> someone else can give us the cash, and then um, and then get on with it. I think it would be very cool. I don't. Um, but what do you think, listeners at home? Uh, would you like to see a surprise generation like this? Would you like to meet uh, the next Doctor in media res, if that's the right way of expressing that? Or do you think it's fun to kind of do a proper big announcement beforehand? And also, you know, is it a good idea to be holding the identity of the new Doctor back, assuming there is a new Doctor, when it might get leaked and then all the best laid plans of Mice and Men would go awry? Uh, let us know in the comments below. Uh, you can listen to our podcast here on YouTube, which is probably where you're listening to it, or you can listen to it on things like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Acast, things like that. It's everywhere. I think it's everywhere. It's pretty much everywhere. Um, we'll be back next week talking about more Doctor Who stuff. I know. Surprise, surprise. Uh, until then, thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Hugh. I've been Morgan. And neither of us has been the surprise regeneration of the next Doctor. Goodbye. <laughs>